busy writing these songs, but the plug called. He said, Benny, you gotta come see this. The house is full of hella vibes. Can party, we drink it. Ain't nobody slain. Nobody's gone home. So Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Drewcast episode 101. With me tonight, my disembodied voice. We got J.O. behind the camera, guys. The song you are now listening to, though, very important. So if you're new to the channel, listen up. It's J. Fitty, his new song, Blackout. Guys, go, go. I'm going to leave a link in the description below. Go play that song. Go stream it. Go support my guy, bro, because that song's fire. Um, I actually like that sound on you, too, bro. That sound sounds amazing on you, bro. So if you continue to do songs like that, I, of course, we're going to support. Bro. I mean, I'll support you no matter what. But yeah, if you guys are new here, I know that we have a lot of new followers from Instagram, TikTok, you know, the Spotify listeners, Apple Podcast. Welcome. Welcome. If you guys please go show J Fitty some support. You know, he deserves it, man. So but yeah, last week we did the last week was episode one hundred for the people who are new here. Welcome. And we did a QA. A lot of people, you know, had told me like, hey, I didn't even know you were doing a QA. Which is my bad because, you know, sometimes the algorithm literally won't show you when someone posts something. Like, I was just telling you this on, like, off camera of, like, somebody, it'll say, like, somebody posted something five days ago. And it's like, oh, <laughs> I would have loved to have known that five days ago. Yeah. So, thank you. But with that 100 episode, though, okay, we've been clipping it like we always do. And one of the clips this week, we, so my Aunt Brooke asked a question, what was my favorite conspiracy theory? I said it was the lizard people conspiracy theory, right? I clipped that, put it on uh, Instagram Reels, and mom, your boy's cooking again, boy. Hundred thousand <laughs> views again, but yeah, dude, that's good. It's it's weird to see that sometimes, bro. I don't know how like if that sounds weird to you watching, but like that's or people are listening, right? Because I don't want the Apple Podcast people to like, what about us? Love you guys, but it's weird to see that sometimes, bro. Like when you look at a video and it's like, like I. I hundred thousand views and then the same week you get another another one with a hundred thousand views it's cool it's it's great to see like the fruits of your labor like finally you know like we, we got the lemon trees everywhere brother you know but uh, <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> it's like god dang it where's the lemons bobby <laughs> but um yeah anyways i thought it was funny to because again we spoke about this about like a week or two ago i'm pretty sure it was last week but when you've done so many episodes you lose track you know what i mean <laughs> you know you start to get traits from your parents, you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, but we we spoke about people who would make comments like, hey, why does everybody get a podcast? Not everybody should have a podcast, remember? And, you know, some of the comments were good. A lot of them were actually good. You know, I was interacting with some of them. But again, there's just people like, you know, no one should ever hear what you have to say. Not everybody needs a podcast. And it's always the emoji with like the hand in the face. Hey, don't be rude around here, eh? You know what I mean? Like the Robert De Niro face. You're going to be rude? You think I'm, you know, like that, like, you know, what, what is, it, it's funny, but thank you guys for supporting that. And bro, like my Instagram followers boomed, bro. You know what I mean? Your boy went from like a high 300s to almost 2000, you know, so. I think let's look, actually look it up. Yeah. Can you look up the views too on that video too? Cause I'm kind of narcissistic. So, you know what I mean? I like hearing, like hearing, I'm not kind of, but you know what I mean? <clears throat> we started off as a comedy podcast. So that's why I'm saying that, but. He's looking it up. But yeah, that's it's amazing, guys. It's amazing when like that kind of stuff actually starts to work, bro. Cause I be I be doing the whole manifestation thing, Dustin. I'd be like, hey, we're gonna say one twenty. Is that one hundred and twenty thousand views? Yeah. Well, one eighteen. Oh, but basically after the probably after we're done Same shooting thing. this, it's gonna be yeah. Yeah. But then what are my followers at? Uh eighteen. 
That's good, eighteen hundred. But again, I, again, last week I said your boy had a measly high three hundred. Now I'm at which is weird because when you sent that to me, you you first sent that to me earlier today, at a. It, it doesn't like really morning, fucking yeah. matter because time is only relevant to us. Yeah, but it's only linear to us, you know. No, like me and you. Like I could tell a time, but this episode is gonna come out in like three days, so yeah. it's not gonna matter. But what? you sent it to me earlier today, and uh, it was at like sixty three. Which is so crazy because when I first woke up this morning, it was only 8,000. So, you know what I mean? The numbers are da-booming. It is a-booming. Yeah, like it doubled within like like four hours. Yeah, great stuff, man. And so enough of the views, enough of, uh, enough of how good this is doing because we're going to talk about, you know what I mean? Um, lately... I've been like super. So, by the way, before I continue with this topic, we, me and Dustin, lived in Idaho for a year, and I know that sounds like a joke, but we really lived in Idaho for a year. It was actually kind of one of the. It worst was a years joke. It was a joke. It was actually one of the worst years of my life. But I mean, like we we, we moved down there to help take care of my great grandpa, by the way, and he fought in World War Two. So, you show your goddamn respect. You know what I mean? But that part wasn't bad. I love seeing the great grandparents, honestly. But like everything else about Idaho was just, it was ass, bro. You know, we almost got stabbed. There was like literally like, bro, there was no black people there. I don't, I remember just a bunch of Mexicans and cowboys. That's literally what it was. Like, you know what I mean? We, we were with our people, but, but it was a fun experience somewhat, but let's just say it was the worst year of my life almost. So, but yeah, the reason I'm bringing this up though, we did live in Idaho. We lived in Nampa and Late, so recently, I watched a that chapter video where the Idaho four, the those four college students from uh, you know Idaho got murdered, and before that, I'd never heard of that. So I'm watching it, and at the at the time, the alleged killer Brian Koberger wasn't even named as the alleged killer. A week later, he gets named as the alleged killer, so which made me want to look you know look into it more. And as I look into it more, I figured out that you were doing the same thing, bud. You were looking into it more. So it just like everything about this case, and when I say fascinated me, not that he allegedly did that, but just all the dumb fucking mistakes this guy did. And he supposedly had, or not supposedly, he was working on getting his PhD. Like he had a master's degree in in criminology. The reason why it uh, interested me is because maybe it was like the day after or maybe a couple days after I saw the headline, you know, uh, four college students, you know, murdered Idaho, whatever, whatever. I didn't even read the article, to be honest with you. I was just like, you know, that shit happens. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Then like right before Christmas, I see an article where they arrest they arrested him. And they're like, yeah, we have a suspect. He's been arrested. And I was like, bro, they didn't catch somebody from that fucking thing. I thought they arrested him after Christmas. It was like December 28th or some shit like that. Can maybe you look maybe it up that's what it was. Yeah, Yeah, but no, you don't have to look it up. But if you don't want to, but I thought it was like December 28th. They, the SWAT team finally went to his family's house because he, he did get to spend Christmas with his family. So the FBI yeah. was actually watching him at this time. They I were, think, like, surveilling his parents' house, you know, watching him take out the trash, like, four in the morning, putting the trash in, like, different neighbors' like trash containers, you know? And he was taking the trash out with, uh, with like, gloves on. Hey, guess what? Why are you taking the trash out with, with, uh, with those type of gloves on if you're not? You know what I mean? Like, that's crazy to me. But this guy has a, a master's degree in criminology, 
and every single thing that you're not supposed to do at a crime scene or leading up into a crime scene, you know, a crime scene, he does. The phone evidence, the the DNA on the knife, the knife sheath, like bro, like just everything that you shouldn't do if you're gonna commit a crime at this level, he did it, bro. It's almost, and I remember I told you this last week. It's like he almost wanted to get caught, bro. Oh, he got arrested on December thirtieth. That's crazy. I thought it was before Christmas, so that's even that's even. So I was off by two days too. So he gets that's even a longer period of time. But, but like they were surveilling his house on Christmas. I, yeah. but yeah, I saw that and I was like, bro, I I put two and two together. I was like, that shit was like hella long ago. They didn't catch somebody this whole time, and that's what like interested me because I was like, how do you kill? Well, the, the a house Moscow full of people police. in 2023 or 2022, technically, how do you kill people like that and then not get caught for this long? That's yeah, so that that's long. when I started digging into the whole thing. Uh, I know you saw the video, the two, the the video where he gets pulled over when him and his dad are taking the trip to home, you know, to Pennsylvania. Like the and so like in the video, the dad's like, you know, the dad. I don't think the dad knows anything, right? So the dad's like, yeah, we're going to Pennsylvania and like we're going to. He's like starts opening and talking. We're a little jumpy from the ride, and like you could see Brian's face, like, yeah, you could see it in the video. Brian's face looking like hell. I'm mad that his dad's talking. He's like, sorry, my son's a little jumpy because we've been driving all day. Oh, that's why your son's jumpy. So, but he makes all these mistakes. I've never seen that before. Maybe I'm maybe I'm just being naive, and maybe I'm not like as up to date with like true crime as I claim to be. But bro, what? That's like studying your whole life to be a doctor or something. And then like you just do everything that doctors don't do. It was just, it was weird to me. Like, you know, so one of the things before we get, cause apparently he has a rap song and I'm going to say allegedly because everything that I looked up on it, every, yep, this is definitely his rap song. He's like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's so many, like, and this is the problem. I think with this case is that they'll pull up like, oh, here's his Tinder date from three years ago. Like, what does that have to do with the case though? Remember when they had that Tinder date and you just, you just look, you're looking at it like, you, you know what I mean? Like what, bro? Like every, his former classmates, everybody has to chime in now. Like, I, I, hey, back in kindergarten, bro, he was quiet, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. what does it have to do with the case, dude. So you start to go through it. One of the things that bothered me though, and I have a lot of empathy for her. So it was one of the surviving roommates. Her name is Dylan. I have a lot of empathy, empathy for her because... To be a part of something that big and you survived, that's scary, bro. And not only that, it's going to affect you for the rest of your life. And you, then you have thousands of internet sleuths, including me, because I'm talking about it. You know, like, why didn't you call 911 and at the time? Why did you wait eight hours? Why, when the cops show up, you have a bunch of your college friends, like, you know, in and out the house, like, contaminating the crime scene potentially, right? So... That's just the only part that bothered me. Like, I feel a lot of empathy for her, right? But at the same time, you waited eight hours after you claim you saw a guy with the mask on in your house. You heard, like, I read the affidavit, bro. Like, she she said she heard crying. She heard, you know, moaning. She heard a male voice say, hey, you know, I, I think I think in the affidavit, they said the, the male voice either said, I could help you or I'm, I'm, I'm here to help I'm you here or to help I'm going right? to help or you or something, something like along those lines. Right. That's the only part that I really want explained. Now, they're probably going to when the trial starts in, in June or like, you know, somewhere around the trial date. So they're probably going to explain that. Right. But like no matter what she says, I think people are just going to give her shit for this for life. And at the end of the day, like that's fucked up, man. You know, I don't I don't think she had anything to do with it, but Hey, bro, if they're college kids and they just went out drinking or partying the night before, I'm not saying that's what they did, but let's say they did, right? 
you, you know, let's say you're impaired by any type of substance like alcohol, weed or anything. Right. I would be scared, too, bro. Sometimes I'd be smoking weed. And if I saw a guy with a mask walk by, I would just think it's Josh. You know what I mean? Like in my own home, I see a guy creep by my hallway with a mask. on. I'm like, oh, what is Josh doing home? You know, like and sometimes like you get like so scared, like maybe I didn't see what I saw. Like, you know, no one's screaming like I don't. So, hey, I, I feel like giving her the benefit of the doubt until the trial is probably something you guys should do. But the more you look into it. I, I came across this a couple days ago. Like, apparently he had a rap song, right? And I have some of the lyrics pulled up. Because, again, this is like, what does this have to do with the actual case? Because I'm if they use this in court because it's actually his, that would be bonanzas, bro. Because he goes, they try to quote some of the stuff, right? His angsty rap song and refer to himself as the devil. And it's like, yeah, you guys should hear some of the stuff we be rapping about, dog. <laughs> because it's not pretty. <laughs> so they go, you are not my equal. And they even do the dash because, you know, when you write in your notepad right here. Yeah. You see the dash? That's hella bro? funny because uh, sometimes I be doing that. Yeah, I do that too. So when I write my raps, I do the dash. Yeah. Like whoever wrote this article in the NY Post, like, come on, bro. Are you a rapper or how did you know that? You were not my equal. You are evil, but I'm devil. Oh, okay. Maybe that's a typo. The artist muses towards the end of the Rise Up instrumental. And I said, like, apparently, it, it, they were, this was shared 11 years ago under the username XR. I think it's XR or whatever. I listened to it, bro. And, like, the if that is Brian Koberger, that rap was ass, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I I used to go to school with kids, like, who would rap like that. I'm like, Ortiz, you're trash, bro. But it's like, yeah. But did you hear the way you rapped on that song? And, again, there's, I think the... There's so many things like involved with this case that like have nothing to do with the case. Like I mentioned earlier, the date, the Tinder dates, everything else. It's like, bro, like, what does it have to do? I think it's just the infatuation with the case. So any little fucking detail they can get uh, involving him, they're just going to try to get clicks off of it. Honestly, bro, I don't think he wanted to be caught. But everything that he did leading up to the killings, the alleged killings, well, those kids died, but like his involvement in it and what he did afterwards, you can't tell me that he just made a whole goddamn list of mistakes, bro. Like everything that bro, I, if he doesn't, if he like, I'm not going to say that he's going to OJ his way out of this, but if he somehow does, bro, like that would be crazy. What his team needs to be doing is kind of low key preparing him to like take a plea deal, bro. Because they're if they hit you with the death penalty, they they might have enough evidence to get you, bro. And you know those kids do. Obviously, those kids are going to get justice. But like you see people online, like how do we even know he did it? Like how uneducated can you be, bro? Which is funny because when I say that, this guy was clearly educated in that field and completely did everything that you wouldn't do if you had a fucking master's degree in that field. But what were you about to say? Um. Regarding, like, the OJ thing, uh, yeah, it looked pretty bad for OJ, too, dude. Like, really bad for OJ. Like, I don't even, still to this day, I mean, I know how he got away with it, but, like, if OJ was to happen, like, today, mm. OJ would have been cooked. Yeah, because remember when the glove was found outside of his window and that the, the cop who picked it up was a racist cop? So, like, hey, it's a racist cop, so he had a, bro... If I'm the cops at that scene and the racist cop goes to pick up the glove, hey, hey, mm, mm, no, let one of the unracist cops pick up the glove. Yeah, I've seen theories that like it could have been like um, OJ's son. Uh, 
I, I've heard OJ's son is a big strong one that like he covered up for his son doing yeah, it. Stuff yeah, stuff like that. Like, I've heard that stuff, right? But just the evidence alone, like, it kind of just pointed towards at least OJ being involved with it at least, mm -hmm. and he didn't get shit. So no, if no. this dude somehow, some way, has beats a defense us. team that beats this, that's fucking insane. Yeah, because everything so far is pointing to him doing it. I yeah. know it's allegedly, right? But, like, that's crazy, bro, so... Obviously, I want the victims to get justice. The rap song was kind of cringy. Not kind of. It was very cringy. And it was cringy that, like, like okay, he's a rapper. Ooh. Like, you know what I mean? Like, what what next? Like, you know, you hear all the stuff about him potentially going to the restaurant the girls worked at. Like, a former employee said he did. But then the restaurant owner saying they didn't. That he didn't. And, like, oh. And then I think it's because of the gag order, bro. I think the gag order made the restaurant owner say that, bro. Because why would a former employee say that? But, again... It's like conflicting reports. They both, the owner would know, but how would the owner really know? Because if you worked at a restaurant before, bro, how much time does the owner actually spend in the building like that, bro? Enough to know the clientele. Like the owner is there, but like the waiters and the waitresses and the cooks would see people more than the goddamn owner, in my opinion. Yeah. So, but yeah, to end the night off though, earlier last week, Warren sent me a video by a YouTube channel called The Y Files, right? And he was like, hey, bro, you got to watch this. It's like the scariest shit I've ever seen. And it was about... So in 1966, a well-known scientist named Dr. Chan Thomas released a book that ended up being classified by the CIA. A book about pole shift, mass extinctions, and the true story of Adam and Eve. So I watch it and I'm like, bro, what? Like it, it, I sent it to Justin and you had seen it like the night before or some shit. Mm -hmm. So we all started talking about it amongst our friend groups. I kept sending it to some of my friends and bro, like, so I'm going to say, in a, I'm going to say like a kind of a personal story, maybe in the last decade, me and Justin have talked to each other because we've had dreams about like big ass tsunamis and like big ass like events that like kill people. Right. And I always told us, I'm like, Hey bro, why do you think me and you have those dreams? Well, where we live in Washington, there's always been this rumor that Seattle's going to have one of the biggest earthquakes ever. And basically fuck up a bunch of shit on this coast yeah so we i still think it's that that that's why i'm having that dream but after watching this video about this doctor's book about like you know how the civilizations have died before and like it there's just been like this they they think up to six times the world has ended right and by ended i mean like civilization got like basically tore down by a flood or some big event happened where people like we had to restart, right? So not a hundred percent of people died, but it sent the survivors into the Stone Age, you know, and, and they think it's happened six times, right? And after watching the video a little bit more than I did that original day, it started like things like Antarctica started to make sense, like pyramids in Antarctica. When people say that there's pyramids in Antarctica, I'm like, well, why would there be a pyramid there, right? But then once you watch this video about pole shifts and like. And that type of stuff, you're like, bro, at one point, maybe Antarctica wasn't even in an area where it's cold and snowy, right? Maybe it was in a, like, you know, people theorize that it was in like a tropical type of area where there, there was like trees and sun, you know, you start to, you start to wonder, okay, well, why would the pyramids and the sphinx have like water erosion on them, right? It's like in one of the most desert areas on earth, right? Why, why would it have water erosion? Right. And then you start and then I read earlier that Mount Everest has limestone, like something to do with limestone. Right. Which would be which would indicate that at some point the top of Mount Everest was underwater. 
So the biggest mountain in the world was at one point underwater. Then you then you start to talk about the religions that have talked about mass flooding, right? Because almost every major religion talks about it. So at some point, it's not a myth. It, it happened, right? Because what are you going to get the same story wrong 40 times? Which all leads to this video. And I'll leave a link in the description for you guys. But bro, you guys got to watch it, right? If the world, if civilization has ended six times and we've had to like restart a couple times, maybe that CAA guy that I was talking about, guys, John Ramirez, when he says something's happening by, by 2027 and they're preparing us for it. What if that's what he's talking about, bro? I don't think so, but now I'm starting to think that, like, you know, when the Mayans said the world would end in 2012, but maybe, like, their calendar was off by a couple years? Not trying to be that guy, bro. Because there's a lot of people who grift on this topic. The, the, the bunch of the world-ending grifters, right? But what did you think of the video, Justin? Like, obviously, like, they creeped you out, right? Because I was like... Yeah, I did. Uh, I thought it was really interesting, though, when he talked about, like, pole shifts and how that might have shaped our world today. Because, like you said, uh, in Egypt, there's, like, clear traces of, like... Water erosion. Water erosion. That, like, there used to be large bodies, and it's just... There's nothing there now. And, like, the... Easter Island, too, the the, the giant head statues. The, the Eye of the Sahara, Sahara, that used to have... Um, it used to be surrounded by bodies of water or a large body of water and there's just nothing there anymore. So clearly something happened or something flipped or something shifted that made all that water fucking disappear. Mm -hmm. And weren't they kind of alluding to like lost cities of Atlantis and like that mm -hmm. would explain why Atlantis isn't around anymore. You start to like, you start to like really put in your head like, bro, and the people who survived got put into the Stone Age. But what if there was like a, a more advanced civilization that just figured out a way to beat this and they just went underwater? And or they went to a different planet and came back and like maybe they came back a thousand years later. Like, oh, look at these guys now. Yeah. But they're so far advanced from us that they can't just come here and mingle, bro. Like, imagine you come back a thousand years, a thousand years later and we're in like the 1300s. How are you going to explain to someone in the 1300s? With your craft, you know, so you would just stay in the sky and like, oh, what is that? And they start drawing you and paintings like, oh, yeah. look at that thing. And we're the gods, right? The and other thing I think that he talked about was the, did he talk about the statue with the heads? Yeah, he did. It was on Easter Island. Yeah. He so was he, explaining he, like, how the hell would you get that to the island when you have to paddle boat it there back in the day? Um, not only that, but he said that they go like 30, 50, 100 feet underground. Like they're actual, like they had those statues have bodies yeah they're not just heads they're bodies yeah. so like unless you think that they like built those bodies underneath the ground which is fucking impossible it sounds wasn't like. it saying that those stones aren't aren't actually from that island and that's what was one of the biggest mysteries is how did you get know. those stones to that island when back when it was actually thought of being put there like how did those people even get it there right that's actually what a lot of the confusion with like the pyramids is because a lot of the, you know, the stuff that they used to build it came from like hundreds or hundreds of miles away. Like, how did they get those big ass stones to that? So. Or not only that, but you know how you were just saying the Mount Everest had, was possibly underwater at one point? Yeah. How does, where does all that water go? Yeah, or vice versa. Like, how was there a statue that, that's, let's just say, 50 
for the sake of the example, how does a statue that's 50 feet tall get covered in, in land? <laughs> like it's literally buried in land now. Yeah. Like how does that, how does land form? I thought it was a, a joke statue when I like saw that. a picture. I thought it was a joke, like a meme. Like, oh, look at what if it was like a body under yeah. bro. Like, that's not a joke. It's a real thing, bro. Like, yeah. I thought that was, that was crazy. I started to think that in the latest UFO report, they started talking about balloon-like entities. And there's a picture that Jeremy Corbell, show, uh, he shared on Twitter the other day, which was from a podcast he did with George Knapp. I sent Justin the picture, but it, it was an actual picture that the DOD is actually investigating of like a of, of these metallic balls they look metallic that just they do things that we can't do right and in the ufo report it was talking about the the number of ufo or uap sightings have gone up like you know a lot let's scale this back a couple episodes ago i mentioned how i thought ufos were uh, them trying to send us a message without actually talking to us because how would you talk to somebody that you're a thousand years or even a crazy amount of time ahead of right how would you even talk to us we would just think you're the devil and start like, you know, like nuking things. And like, you know, we're irresponsible people, dude. You know what I mean? So maybe the mass sightings are them trying to warn us, bro. And like trying to tell us like, hey, calm down. Like you guys, you know, maybe that's just their way of trying to warn us because the sightings have gone up more. And it could be not just that we're not alone here on this planet and not even that we're, that we're not alone in the universe. Maybe they're trying to warn us of the next event that this book talks about bro like maybe they're trying to tell us like hey like bro y'all about to get wiped out again and back underwater we go you know because uh the, i don't know if you heard this justin there's a word for it now transmedium where like these things can go underwater in space and in the sky like there's the, they can go into three different types of like thing without being without even feeling the consequences of that right so i don't know what you guys think man but when you watch this video dude i don't want to be here for that if the if the pole if you know the pole shifting like mass extinctions, well, why the, can I not say that word right, bro? But what were you saying? The the way that that guy describes it is like you know it, it'll it'll flip, axis will shift, you know, etc. And one side of the world is gonna f like flash freeze because it's not gonna be covered by the sun for an extensive period of time. Yeah, and then the other side of it is gonna be hundreds degree hotter hundreds of degrees. Or it just may be a singular 100 degrees hotter. So it would almost be like inhabitable at that point. You know when people say, why hasn't NASA or because NASA basically started off like with underwater research and they stopped for some reason and they kept looking to space and people are like, well, why did they stop looking in the water, man? Why do you guys think they stopped looking in the water? I'm telling you, bro, if these things can go underwater... They're probably living in our ocean, bro. There's only one place on this goddamn earth, really. There's a couple things, but there's a couple places that we couldn't go. But there's a underwater is the perfect place to hide, bro. If you're watching us and you're trying to observe humans and trying to like just like see what the hell's going on, you go underwater, bro, because we can't do that yet. I mean, we can, but we can't live under there like how they probably live under there. I mean, that'd be crazy if it was like the Gungans, bro. You know, from Star Wars. Like, Misa, Misa, bro, you go under there and they're all saying, Misa, Misa, you know, like, bro, what? How, where have y'all been, dude? Where have y'all, we have to pay rent, but you guys are living under the water. You know what I mean? Can you imagine that, dude? And when, and when scientists were saying like, hey, we're going to get whales, we're going to try to decode what whales are saying, the whales are going to snitch, bro. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now, dude, the whales look like snitches. 
if there is a, a civilization under the water, the whales are telling on them, bro. Like, can you imagine? The whales like, I've been waiting to tell you guys, they're under the water, bro. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's like, psh, psh, they're down here. <laughs> it's a bounty hunter named. Psh, psh. And then Django just knocks that well off, dude. Yeah, bro. But that is tonight's episode, guys. I really highly recommend watching that Y-Files video. It was it was creepy. And don't watch it at night because it really scared me, bro. So. Oh, uh, there's a there's a video real quick that I'll probably show you uh, off camera or that we could probably link here too at the, at the end. But underwater kind of makes sense. For the it, UFO phenomenon? In a sense, yeah. that this dude was explaining that if there was a possibility of aliens, quote-unquote, like, watching us from space or, like, from the sky or something like that, this dude, like, nerd-ass shit breaks it down how that would even be possible, and it doesn't really seem possible without us noticing. Like... But they are watching us, though, right? Like, right? No, he's saying, like, from the sky. Uh -huh. Like, if say if you're, like, uh, I'll show you the video, and we'll uh -huh. link it just if for the sake of it. But, like, if they were in the sky or in space using something to watch us, they would need something extremely big as far as, like, technology goes to even be able to tell what we're doing. Like, you would need, like, a satellite that's, like, fucking like very 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 big that's what he to look that, down that and like of. get a very clear visual of like humans on earth mm -hmm. and yeah. if there was something that big we would know about it but like what you said and that's the same thought that i had like you're looking at it from like a human lens like human technology would need to do that yeah but what if it's something that is so uh incomprehensible to us that maybe they just have an orb that can do that without needing it to be some yeah without some big yeah you know some huge ship you know before we before we end tonight off yeah jeremy corbell did release that picture from his podcast it's from a video and yeah i mean th this guy's doing crazy work behind the scenes him you know behind the scenes him and tom DeLong, they're like they're part of the re they're like they're like the reasons they the, the pentagon like releases these videos to us bro in the picture it just looks like a metallic ball it looks like a shiny piece of gum just like in in the air with the with these planes. And oh, so the, the reason I brought that up is um, because if you let's say if you do a hundred percent believe that we are being watched, right? Mm -hmm. Then that kind of like say like what you said about the transmedium thing, like hey, we're being watched. So they're either here with us, walking amongst us. They're observing us from the sky, or they're observing us from below which would be water. water so you'd have to eliminate the sky based on what that dude was saying in his video so they're either with uh, with us here amongst us or water so i mean water makes the i think water makes hella sense bro. it's like a process of elimination thing i guess i don't even know if that's true but that I, I saw that video a while back and i was like uh not a while back i saw it earlier and um it just i, I was like well this guy really spent hella time and knowledge to like kind of debunk that theory it, it made sense to me i guess yeah hey, i was reading a article like yesterday that was talking about it was like breaking news nasa has now discovered 5,241 other planets outside of our solar system. Like, one, I think they've known that for a while. They're just, like, slowly telling us. But two, bro, honest to God, we're the North Sentinelese island of this of this whole entire thing, bro. There's probably, like, so many cool things happening around Earth, but we're never going to be a part of it, I don't think, because, like, we're just... We're just bro, at the end of the day, 
we're just not we're not worthy enough bro and it's like you know like if there's that many planets outside of our solar system right now dude and they're and you're telling that you know the people are like aliens or demons that's probably why they're never gonna show up here bro because you guys say retarded that shit like that <laughs> and so you know but but yeah that is tonight's episode thank you guys for joining us for 101 and yeah until next time peace